Drum roll, please. From WNYC, you are listening to the Radio Rookies Podcast. A show that puts listeners in the shoes of teenagers. Our lives. Our communities. Our world. Radio Rookies helped me learn that the power of the mic. That the power of the mic is a beautiful thing. I'm Courtney Stein, a producer here at WNYC's Radio Rookies. The next story comes from a young father named Marvin. He found out he was going to be a dad at 16. And ever since his baby girl was born, Marvin has been struggling to be the kind of father he never had. Haley? I found out about Haley during a basketball game. My girlfriend Stephanie called me to say, I'm pregnant. I sat down on a bench and looked straight up at the sky. At the time, Steph was 19 and I was only 16. Morning. Some people said, there's another way out for my girlfriend to get an abortion, but we couldn't do that. Haley, talk. How you slept? <laughs> Haley is mad adorable, mad lovable. I boo-boo baba. Boo-boo baba. Are you sitting on her bobo? Haley and Steph live about 45 minutes away from me in Bryant Beach with Steph's mom. The first month, I didn't know how to hold her. She felt too small for my arms. All right. Over here. Come over here. Come over here. Haley was afraid of me, too. The moment she was on my lap, she cried. I just give it back to Steph. I felt useless. It was like me not being there on the weekdays meant their bond grew bigger than mine. We had our up and downs about me being a parent to my daughter, mm-hmm. and you would be upset. You know, lie, but you would be lazy. You know, I I did everything. The feeding, the it. diaper changes, the waking up in the middle of the night. Steph did it all, and me, I slacked off. Sometimes I disappear and take long walks. I think because you were scared, I was scared too. But I had to do it. It's your responsibility. You're her father. I'm telling you, like. Come on, like she she has to recognize you. She has to know who you are. I'm trying to be a better father these days. Yo, what up, bro? Oh, I have four brothers, and here's the thing. Three of them, they also had daughters at a young age. Alila, and Elise, and Abigail. Where's who? Haley. Haley's not here. She's with her mom right now. All my brothers are still with their girlfriends. And growing up, my nieces would call me... Deal, deal. I loved it. But being an uncle is really different from being un padre. How you been, bro? I'm good. You chilling right now with Abby, look. Gustavo is the youngest and the most recent father to join the brotherhood. When they told me it's going to be a girl, like, damn. But then, you know, I love her, you know. She's cool. She's my little princess. He's 16. We share a bedroom, painted red, and filled with toys for when our daughters come to visit on the weekends. She changed me. Emotionally, I'm a happier person. My dad dipped, then she came through, so, you know, it just filled in that hole in my heart. About a year ago, our dad dipped. That means left. A wife, five sons, and four granddaughters. He went down to Mexico and never came back to our home. I heard he's back in New York, but only Gustavo talks to him now. I think he's hurt because, you know, we all have kids, and, you know, I think he thinks we failed on him. Failed on him? In a lot of ways, our dad failed on us. Um, 
I'm about to call my father after so long. Hello? Yeah. Come on. He picks up right away, and we start talking. I ask him why he left Gustavo and me. It doesn't matter if I'm not home anymore. I told you, you guys can call me any time you want, any day you want. But you have never done that, huh? I guess, but he doesn't call us either. And why does he never ask about my daughter, Haley? I ask him if he honestly thought he was a good dad. No, mijito, no. No, my son. No. No, I was not a good father, my son. Providing anything you wanted is not the same as being a good father. I always put work first, and on my days off, I would head to the streets to be with my friends. I, I never took you guys to the park. I drank. I don't know why drinking was the way I had fun. My dad worked at a pizza shop 10 to 12 hours a day and would come home with his whole body hurting. I'm really happy to know that you're fine. But regarding the other stuff, I'm not really happy about it. Do you understand? How have your sons disappointed you? Look at Gustavo. Look where he's at. Do you think I'm happy that at 16, while he's in school, he already has a baby? No. And you? The same. You think I'm happy about you having a baby at 16 also? No. You don't realize how you ruined your life. Having a child at your young age. What kind of future do you have now? Now you have to put your child first. What do I say to the dad that thinks my life is ruined? Just because I have a daughter by my side? That my brothers and I have no future? I can't accept that. I want to say to him, we're going to prove you wrong. Since my home life wasn't the best when I was a kid, the place where I got my energy was MS88, my middle school in Park Slope. I go visit my old counselor, Ms. Brown. How's life? It's different now, way different than when I used to come to see you. I used to spend three periods a week in her room just talking. Now I've got a daughter, too. Congratulations. Yeah. How old? She's 10 months now. Okay, so did having a baby change your life? Yeah, my right? focus, my... It's um, not about you anymore. About I tell Ms. Brown about talking to my dad. So your father can maybe never be the man you wanted him to be. Maybe growing up, his life was hard, and maybe he never got over it. And sometimes when you don't get over things growing up, you then affect your children, and you continue the cycle. Despite everything, you have the qualities that matter the most. Right now, I'm finishing high school and looking for a good job, managing inventory, or working for the city. I'm saving money because my dream is to manage music talent. Big-time music talent. I even have a recording studio in my bedroom. It's 2, 11 in the morning, and I'm already still recording and recording. I stay up really late, editing songs, and stare at the screen until my eyes hurt. But sometimes, I worry that all this work won't add up to success. Someday, I love to have enough money to buy a house in upstate New York where Haley has a room of her own. But at least, 
I have enough money to throw her a birthday party. Happy birthday to you. Haley is a year old now. She blows kisses and gives me high fives. She's starting to recognize me. One thing Stephanie told me the other day is that Haley is starting to look like her grandfather, Stephanie's father. How long did he hold you for? She said for a couple of minutes and just gave it back to her. Only one time? Yeah. That's it. Did your dad not being there affect you? I mean, I didn't get my high school diploma. Um. <laughs> Sorry. I did want it, Dad. Did one was so badly. Cause all my friends had one. I always seen them get picked up by them in school. They will have someone to go hug. And I never had that. I never had a dad to come and say stuff. You know. That's why I hate guys that run away from their daughters or sons. That just makes me not want to believe anybody because they could just run away from you at any point of their life. When she told me this, I felt like crying for the things her father did and the things I've done. Like when Haley caught a fever and I wasn't there to take her to the doctor or when I skipped out to play basketball. Those were moments I miss with my daughter. Hey, you want daddy? Did they let me speak? You want to speak, Hey, <laughs> dad. You want the mic. But you know, I haven't run away. Not like my dad or Steph's dad. And I never want to. I want to be the best father I can be. And I think I'm 60, maybe 70% of the way there. I'm falling in love with Haley every time I'm with her. But I only see her on the weekends. After I graduate high school, <laughs> I want to give her more of my time. She deserves it. Say thank you. Ooh. Tell him and good. Tell him and good job to the dads that are doing it, right? Thank you. Say thank you. Huh? Thank you. <laughs> you said thank you. Thank you. Those were her first words. For WNYC, I'm rookie reporter Marvin Ramos. Alright, ready? Radio Rookies is supported by the Axe, right? The Axe Houghton Foundation. The Bay and Paul Foundations. The Fred L. Emerson Foundation. The High Digital Media Learning Fund and the New York Community Trust. The National Endowment for the Arts. Margaret Newbart Foundation. Newman's. Newman's Own Foundation, the New York City Department of Cultural Affairs, the New York State Council on the Arts, on the Arts or of the Arts, the Pinkerton Foundation, the Smart Family Foundation, the W. Clement and Jesse V. Stone Foundation, and Time Warner Cable. Radio Rookies is produced by Courtney Stein, Kari Pitkin, Andrew Mambo, and Emily Kwong. Our mix engineers are Paul Schneider, Wayne Schulmeister, Casey Means, and Mike Jones. Radio Rookies theme music was produced by 
Wait, what theme music? What, what theme music does Radio Rookies have? I don't know. <laughs> they were just trying to give somebody a shout out. 